Hey, Ravings and Cravings here, otherwise known as Ruth Hartunian Allenbaugh. I am here with the sole owner of Zips Diner in what town? Dayville, Connecticut. Dayville, Connecticut. I'm here with Kevin Cole, and he's going to talk about his diner. Now, I have to tell you out there, if you've never been there, you know, you, you should do that at least once before you breathe your last breath, okay? Because Zips, it's an iconic place, kind of like the shady glens of the world and the diners, those shiny steel building. Uh, they're not buildings. They're Unfortunately, a dying breed. A dying breed. And that's why I think it's it's special to go to a diner. Yeah. I think it is. So, Kevin, tell us about the address, how people find where you are, the hours, all the good stuff up front. Let's do that. I, I, th I think it's the hub of the universe, personally. Oh, but, well, uh, the you know, universe revolves I, around the diner. I may be biased. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's at the corner of Routes 12 and 101 in downtown Dayville, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hours? Everybody uses us as the landmark, so it's tough for me to say that Harbor Freight, Aldi, Planet Fitness are across the street. They're, across, they're across the street from us. Salvation Army Salvation Chris Army store. As well. For right. the thrifters out there, yeah. all right, we get them all. And tell us the hours that you guys are open. Monday through Thursday, we're open at 6 in the morning until 2 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we open at 6 as well and stay open until 4 p.m. Okay. And we were talking before we went on the air. It's a 20, 25-minute ride from here, right? From downtown Willimantic, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not too bad a ride. So tell us, how did you land at Zip's Diner? What's the story behind how you got there? Myself, personally, mm -hmm. or my yes. family? Let's get We can both. start with my grandfather if you want. Let's go back. I like I like stories. Tell a story. Well, this would be a bit of a history lesson. So okay. downtown Danielson, before the flood of 55, it was a straight shot down Main Street, across Route 6, into Brooklyn, and then headed west this way. Mm -hmm. The flood rerouted the river. It was a mess. Oh. But the diner sat right beside the steel bridge at, oh. the, at the western end of town, and next to it was an Atlantic gas station. Mm -hmm. My grandfather was a teenager, and he was pumping gas, and the owner of the diner right next door, mm -hmm. Mr. Zerer, and his nickname was Zip, Oh, there we was go. a retired That's where state we got trooper. Yeah. That's where we got the zip. Okay. And I don't know if he had just let somebody go, um, but he told my grandfather, he said, you need to quit pumping gas. Come work for me now. And the rest is history. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So he took over ownership or just? No. He took uh, he took the job. Took the job. Worked his way up to, mm -hmm. to managing the restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, 55, the flood came through mm -hmm. and destroyed that diner and destroyed all of downtown, basically, because it was right next to the river. Mm -hmm. um, fortunately, in 1954, so the year before the flood, mm -hmm. Zip had bought a brand new diner mm -hmm. from uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, and he had it trucked all the way up to the Four Corners in Dayville. Oh, is that where So that... the other diner, the new diner, was already open. So is, is the one that's currently there, that's from Elizabeth, New Jersey? Yeah, it's where it was manufactured. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. And like, how did you find your way into the diner then? Uh, I was a, we'll call it a sophomore at UConn. Okay. With with not a lot of direction. I, was, I wasn't a great student, but okay. uh, mm -hmm. I was a little bit lost. And then I got a phone call from my uncle, who at the time owned the diner. And, and he said, if you're not sure about next semester's plans, then why don't you come here and help me out? And the rest of that is history now. And that was how many years ago? 25 years ago. Wow, congratulations Thank on that. That's mm. a, so this is like your silver anniversary kind of thing. Yeah, 25, yeah. Right? Silver, because the diner's silver on the outside too, yeah. right? 
We got silver going. Tell us about the menu and the recipes that make the diner what it is. It's pretty much standard diner food through and through. Mm -hmm. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, homemade mm -hmm. soups, mm -hmm. homemade meals for the lunch and dinner portion, mm -hmm. and, uh, and all of your breakfast staples as well. So when I was there recently, I had the burger, and I had a side of the French dressing because I'm a mayonnaise kind of creamy freak kind of person, and so I like that on my burgers. Mm -hmm. The fries were just top-notch, just nice and crispy, but creamy on the inside, nice, hot, and fresh. They were excellent. The macaroni, no macaroni salad. Got to go back for that. Cause, so I had, to, I had to settle for the potato salad. Which, you know, you know how it is when you have your heart set on I certainly something, do. Mm -hmm. And then you end up having to reroute everything. Just call ahead. We'll take care of you. That's right. So what do you like to eat when you go there? I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not really a breakfast person. Oh, so you, you don't do that. I'd be happy to eat a turkey club at 6 in the morning. And can you get a turkey club at 6? Yeah. So you can, so if it's on the menu, you can get it. Uh, I sort of feel like almost any time. in a real diner. Uh-huh. A real diner is meant to serve people that work all different shifts, and so we don't really put a time assignment okay. on when you can get what. We serve breakfast always. Mm -hmm. um, we don't shut it off, at, you know, like some of the, the national and world chains you know at a, at a certain time of day. Mm -hmm. We don't do that. Mm -hmm. no. mm -hmm. You want what you want. Oh, that's great. I know when we used to have a restaurant here in town on North Street, it's called Nita's, and she was uh, from Poland, and she had some of the things on her menu were... Polish and I would go in there at 6 a.m. and I'm like Nita do you have any galumkis and she'd be like yeah I'm like can I please have one for breakfast because I think you know cabbage and protein I mean I think that's a good meal to yeah. start your day off she'd be good. like sure Ruth and I'd be like oh it's a good day galumkis for breakfast tell us about the staff that work with you who are these people and tell us about you know are they the kind of people that kind of make the diner experience because it's an experience when you go into a diner. It's not like, it's a it's a it's a unique experience. Let's say that. Is that fair? In our industry, yeah, I, I think for sure. Okay, yeah. all right, it's fair to say that. It's um, you know, in this industry, pleasantries are everything. But I feel like in a place like ours, it's more uh, genuine. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the people who've worked there. Like, how many years have there have there been people who work there as long as you, or even longer? Well, currently there's 16 of us. Mm -hmm. um, myself, I've been there for 25 years, and four of the staff, mm -hmm. part of our team, our family, I would I would say, mm -hmm. I have been there longer than I have. Wow, that's that's amazing. I mean. I think it's really commendable to be able to sustain a business and to do that. It's hard work every day. For sure. To to do that for that long a time. I mean, you either got to you got to love it. Cuz I think something's got to fuel the tank of of serving people who are wanting their food like in 5 minutes, who are hungry, right? Yeah, yeah. You you've got to love people. And so you got 16 people lovers that are working at Zipsteiner. Yeah. You think yep. so? Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. Tell us again, what is the address and how we find the location and the, like, can people phone in order? Can you do that? So, yeah, or we do, do a do lot that? of takeout. Okay, you do takeout. Um, but we will stop on weekends when we get too busy. If we have people lined up out the door waiting for seats inside the restaurant, mm -hmm. a lot of time on weekends we have to, we have to put a halt to that because oh. we can't handle the volume. So you've We've got, got 65 seats. Uh-huh. 
and the kitchen is laid out and designed to feed 65 people. Mm -hmm. If you already have a full restaurant and then you've got 20 more orders, mm -hmm. you can't do both in a timely manner. Okay. So you've right. got to you've got to make your choice. Okay, so, so. weekends are very busy. So very busy, come in yeah. on a weekday maybe. Or come in early. Come in early. And so you're open from when till when? Six in the morning till four in the afternoon, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And uh, six in the morning till two in the afternoon during the week. Okay. And the you said you were at the 725 Hartford Pike Junction of Route 12. 12 and 101. And yep. 101. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so that, that's how people find you. So tell us, are there any interesting stories of things that have happened through the years well, at the diner? Just on the menu, I put a, a very brief history, but some mm -hmm. of the famous encounters of people that have been through there. Mm -hmm. um, there's a very famous sculptor. who's He's a very private man, but he has sculpted many Hall of Fame athletes from his home studio. He's done Larry Bird, uh, Bobby Orr. Oh. Ted Williams, mm -hmm. and Ted Williams used to stop in the diner and chat with my grandfather many years ago when he oh. would visit the sculptor. Oh my goodness, wow. And the most famous of those was, we had a gentleman in town that was a Nissen-bred representative. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you can remember, back into the 80s, there was a, an ad campaign with Nissen-bred that had Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams in a, in a mock argument with each other. One's oh. a Yankee, one's a Red Sox. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. But that Nissen-bred rep... Mm -hmm invited both of them to meet with him and he was at the diner with both ted williams and joe dimaggio oh. at the same time oh wow yeah. that's interesting yeah. so we've had through the years that's back when people like that could be anonymous people wouldn't bother them so much yeah they could come in and eat and nobody would be in their face for an yeah. autograph or, yeah. or a selfie or something like that exactly right? yeah my mother was a school teacher by trade but she always worked summers in the diner and uh, one summer was a very hot afternoon, almost nobody around. She's working with my grandmother. And a limousine pulled up, and Liberace got out of the back of it. <gasps> no, yeah. Liberace? And he came in, and he had his meal, and he had his full-length sequined coat, the whole nine, exactly what you would picture. He paid his bill. He went out got back in the limousine. My mother looked up at the coat rack. Oh. What's there but a full-length sequined coat? Oh, oh, He had oh. left it hanging on the coat rack. My grandmother, without thinking too much about it, grabbed it and, of course, ran it back out to him. Uh -huh. so, but we had it. We almost had it. Oh, I took piano lessons at the Wisconsin College Conservatory of Music, where he took no lessons from, too. Hmm. So I have a little affinity to Mr. Yeah. Liberace. Although, I can't play the piano with all... You remember he had these rings that looked like they weighed, like, yeah. 20 pounds on his fingers i was like i can't do that mm. that's very cool so mr liberace came into zip's diner to eat any other interesting famous people oh alec baldwin and kim basinger when they were married that was christmas eve probably 1996 oh my goodness wow um let's see yeah athletes a lot of athletes um you know, traveling to and from the airport and the entertainers to and from maybe a casino. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And a lot of them, they try to remain anonymous as best they can. As best they can. So when you, uh, you have certain hours that you're closed, are there certain days that you're always closed? Like No, absolutely not. Really? No. So like you're open every day of the year? Uh, we are, we're closed on Christmas. Okay. Closed on Christmas. Closed in parentheses. Mm-hmm. I, um about 10 years ago, felt terrible that some of my every single, sometimes two and three times a day customers oh. had to go to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. And so about 10 years ago, I started the tradition. I said, the back door will be unlocked. I'll make a pot of coffee. 
I'll be there from 8 to 10. Not a minute longer, and I'm not serving anybody, mm-hmm. but we'll be here. Wow. So, that's that's, that's what I do on Christmas morning. That's your family. Yeah. That's, yeah, your for family. sure. So how did you get through, like you've, you've been in business for such a long time. How did you get through co- the COVID days when things were really pretty bad? How did you fare? What, what did you do? Just sort of subconsciously never thought about what damage it would do to the business, but mm-hmm. what can we do to make it work? Mm-hmm. What do we have the ability to do, whether it's just straight takeout mm-hmm. or if we're going to be allowed to serve people and we can do it outside, mm-hmm. then our parking lot will become our restaurant. And that's exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. So so you were telling me that uh, earlier that you pitched 10 out there? I bought a gigantic tent. Mm-hmm. We had 10 tables underneath that, and then we had six more tables under their own individual tents for the, you had to have your spacing right right it was all blocked off and safe i had it lit i had it heated (gasps) really oh yeah see i think i think that that's genius i think if you did that even now in the winter i would come and eat in a tent oh did we had a big huge electric heater in there and had the sides around the tent and it was that's that's awesome so you probably did well like you didn't you weren't just in survival mode you actually no no not not even for a minute were we in survival mode no you, you just, no. you thrive, maybe? You know, it would be easy to, for an owner or a business owner to lament what was happening, but mm-hmm. immediately my mind went to, there are 20 people that work here, or 15, or whatever whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. They have mortgages, they have kids in college, they have bills. Mm-hmm. It's not about me, it was about mm-hmm. everybody having to survive, mm-hmm. so we had to do what we had to do. And they were all, you know, all for it. We didn't lock the tent at night, we brought everything in and out every night. Oh, really? You did that? Mm-hmm. So why do you feel such a strong desire to take care of people like that? Where because that... they take care of us. It's a two-way street. They come and eat. Yeah. They pay their bill. You take care of them. Mm-hmm. You serve as bartender, psycho- you know, armchair psychologist. <laughs> is that what they call it? Armchair, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Listen you to need, the Sometimes story. you just need to listen to people, and mm-hmm. sometimes that's what they need. So mm-hmm. hospitality is not just about the food. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I mean, <clears throat> the food is kind of secondary. It really is. It's really more relational than mm-hmm. than food. I can remember several customers that were either widows or widowers, and mm-hmm. um, without much family around, they would come to us. Mm-hmm. I can remember one particular that, that didn't have any family at all. She was an elderly woman, and she was she was poor, but she owned her own home because it was left to her. Mm-hmm. And she had a door that was broken, and she called a contractor, and they came and gave her some obscene estimate to fix uh, it. Mm-hmm. And she was crying, and she wouldn't stop crying. She was mm-hmm. so upset. Mm-hmm. We had it fixed. You know, I could, I could like working for people like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what me, she needed. To me, that wouldn't even be like it wouldn't be work. It would be, you know, love your neighbor, take care of the people around you, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Well, and and nobody goes hungry. Nobody goes hungry either, right? So what do people come in and order? What are some of the more popular things that most people order when they come to Zip's Diner? I've seen a trend towards a lot more sandwiches than we ever used to. So what did it use? What was more typical in the past? Typical people would come in. So back in the day, Mm -hmm. we used to write down somebody's order. Mm -hmm. And we would go into the kitchen and just holler, holler the order out to the cook and they would cook it. Now we have the guest checks, so they have a slip. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be, you know, over bacon home rye. That's 
couple eggs over easy with bacon, home fries. So there's and a certain language yeah, that there's, goes there's with there's this. Yeah, there's a lingo for sure. Yeah, you've okay. got to hyphenate. There's a lingo. Gotta... All right. Yeah. And so back in the day, you, you, you yelled that. But I mean, like, what are people eating? So you said mostly sandwiches, like... People are moving quicker. They're on. They're they're in much more of a hurry than they used to be. That's something that they can. So no they more, can get through quicker. No more Yankee pot roast with mashed potatoes. Oh no, they they will still take the time for that sort of meal. Meatloaf. Yeah. There's got to be meatloaf. Oh, yeah. Always meatloaf, right? Oh, absolutely. Is it is your is the recipe secret for you guys for your meatloaf? Recipe? Well, not to me, but to you, yes, yeah. Of oh, course. All right. Well, that's I, one of the I'm interesting side effects of of our um, <laughs> of our shorter hours is. We would have to make, you know, very big batches of this stuff. So we'd mm -hmm. have to cook it in bulk. And now with our shorter hours, we make it every day. Right, right. So an unintentional side effect of COVID mm -hmm. in, in the shorter hours is that the food is actually fresher now. So for the consumer, yeah, that's that's it's a better. selling point. That's, yeah. That is better. Can you believe, like, I hardly have two minutes left to talk to you and we're almost oh, done? No. We are. All right. So you know what you got to do for us, Kevin, is you have to tell us the name of the business that you own. Yes. And the where you're located and your hours and any phone number. Let's get that in there one more time. All right. Zip's Diner at the corners of 12 and 101 in Dayville, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're using a GPS, that's 725 Hartford Pike. Okay. We are on Facebook. What is the address? Do you know? Because it's just, I'm not just that uh, if it. you look on Facebook for Zips Diner, it has posted usually the the menu specials. Yep. Mm -hmm. And also our website is zipsdiner.com. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, and I wish I could. I had more time because these guys, the way that he does business, is like he doesn't even use a computer. He just knows his inventory. He knows his stuff. It's very interesting. You guys, I would just say go to Zip's Diner, enjoy a meal there. And you know what? Don't don't hurry. Enjoy the company that you're with. Enjoy the people that you get to eat with because it's really more than a meal. Like what like what Kevin said. It's really more than a meal. It's it's for the sake of a relationship. It's for the enjoyment of the company of the people around you. Oh, I have to say goodnight, don't I, Matt? Yes. Yeah, That's a bummer. All right. Well, this is Ruth Hartunian Allenbaugh. Ravings and Cravings signing off tonight here on Good Company WILI.